things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold. Now, here are your hosts, father and son, Mike and Sean Reagan, with the Bleeding Green and Gold Podcast. Welcome to the Week 12 edition of Bleeding Green and Gold. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. Packers win a big one in Detroit, beat the Lions 29-22, to the best game of the year by far. And we need to give some hearty thanks to the Lions for other miscues that helped us. Well, don't go shooting down the Packers that fast, making it seem like they didn't deserve the win. I think we played really well in a lot of points. I didn't say we didn't deserve, but we did get some help. Oh, yeah. That's, that's just called winning a football game. <laughs> could also say the same about the Chargers game and the drops last week, but I think I'd we say did. we I'd say we had more help last week than we had this week. I think we I just... don't know. I mean, Goff had three fumbles that he lost. He had what two interceptions? Um, That's called good defense. Nope, he didn't have any interceptions. He had two TDs. That was mm-hmm. my misread. Yep. But anyway, so yeah, it's um very very nice to see we came out of the the gates looking good and Mm -hmm. that was so refreshing yeah we came out high energy i know um dan campbell after the halftime they always do that little interview on the sideline and he said he expected the lions to be in the driver's seat this game because they would come out with so much more energy than the packers and he was surprised to see that it was the other way around that the Packers mm. seem to have more energy than the Lions in this game. Which I was also a little surprised about. I thought, you know, Lions are finally good. They've been the butt of many Thanksgiving jokes, and I thought they would come out just ready to really reset the narrative of Detroit on Thanksgiving. I think, what is it, like their fourth loss at home in a row on Thanksgiving? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, no, that it has not been as far as traditions go, I don't think they want the tradition to be losing on Thanksgiving. <laughs> but that does seem to be the case. Well, we came out with a bang. We got that uh, big pass to Watson and mm-hmm. uh, and then again Love threw it short, but he came back and and was able to wrestle it away, but that was a that was a big way to start the game and I saw that LaFleur was Really second-guessing on having that play. Was confident with it, but then the closer it got to the game, the more he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I saw he tried to change it, right? Bef- like uh, yeah. the day of yeah. the game or the day before, was it? And that uh, Jordan Love said, no, I think we should keep it. I think we should stick with it. And ended up being a 50-plus yard play to start it off to Watson. And, mm-hmm. you know, we lead the league in... uh big chunk plays like explosive plays like that no i did not know that yeah so not too shabby packers are on the rise we're good again leave all that behind we are now the packers of old making a run the table playoff push (laughs) 
Packers, tremendous progress in their passing game in the last month. Mm -hmm. And let's uh, say now we're at five and six, and we got four teams coming up with a losing record in our last five games. So if you want to look at it that way, it looks pretty good. And we do uh, hold the keys to our playoff fate. I don't know if you saw that, but we control our destiny. If we win out, we are in the playoffs. If we lose to the Chiefs next week and then win out, we have like a 95% chance of making the playoffs. Cool. Cool. Well, Which I we... didn't I went to Ben this excited about the Chiefs game, except we look darn good playing the Lions. We did look good, especially uh like you said in the passing game. It felt like just a completely different uh passing game than what we've seen the first half of the season or more than the mm -hmm. first half Jordan Love in the first half especially I think I told you I went back and watched that first half again the next day and he just tore it up in the first half like he missed maybe two passes that were not even necessarily his fault and he ended the game 22 of 32 268 yards three touchdowns no interceptions mm -hmm. yeah he looked good he Looks also good. moves to number 14 or 13, 13 or 14 all time on Packers passers. Which is wild. That Isn't tells that you how wild? Not the, even a whole season. The whole game has changed so much. You can have a guy, not even a whole season, and he's leapfrogging big you know, names. Well, some big names. We do not, when it comes to the Packers history, we do not have a long list of quarterbacks. Well, I didn't say good quarterbacks. I said big name quarterbacks. <laughs> Just well known names <laughs> from the past. Hey, did yeah. you uh did you catch the uh, Monday night game against the Bears and the Vikings? I did not. Um I wake up too early for that kind of primetime game, but I saw stuff about it today and I saw that it was one of the uglier games of the year. I I brought it up on uh, on the internet to see that's what I usually do during the game. It's like, well, maybe I'll switch over. It looks like a good game, and I think it was three to nothing just before the half, and then the Vikings kicked a field goal to tie it at three to three. And I'm like, I don't think I want to watch a game like that. And then <laughs> saw all the turnovers and everything else and stuff. But oh, it was like the best way for the Viking fans to, even if you hated having to cheer for the bears being a Packer fan. And, and I hope you did because it helps us tremendously, but the Vikings lose in the best way. And that is 12 seconds left. The <laughs> bears are sliding up for a field goal. And Oh, it's a dagger to the Vikings. It's good. You love to see it. Um, yeah, I didn't see the game, like I said, but I did when I pulled up uh, Reddit this morning. One of the top posts was a video of Kirk Cousins throwing his fourth interception of the game. And I was like, whoa. Kirk that's... Cousins. No, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, not Cousins. Uh, Dobbs throwing his fourth yeah. interception of the game. And I was like, oh, that's surprising. But, you know, could have gone well for the Vikings. And then the next post down on Reddit was Justin Fields fumbling his third ball of the game. And I'm like, oh, my yep. God, what was going on this game? Well, and then at the end, I just watched highlights of it, but the Vikings got a Justin Fields fumble. I think it was at like the Chicago 35 and they couldn't do anything with it. 
And then Chicago <laughs> gets it back and they drive down the field and they kick the field goal. It's just like, <laughs> what a season. What a season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's why you don't bet on the NFL because it doesn't make any sense. But one thing I know for sure from this last week is that the Packers passing offense looks good. Oh, yeah. Looks good again. (laughs) And I know the Lions do not have a very good defense, especially in the secondary. I know the Chargers last week are probably a, a little under mediocre in their secondary defense. But you still need to, like, appreciate what Jordan Love is doing in his first year as a starter with first and second year receivers. I mean, we had Malik Heath have a really good game. Christian Watson looked great. Jaden Reed looked great. Like these are young guys. These should not be, you know, the guys leading our offense. Well, you led me in pretty good here because I saw a good article on Packers.com talking about our rookie receivers and how they, before the season even started, they flew out to California to get together and practice with uh, Love. Yeah. I almost said Rogers. Um, <clears throat> if it was Rogers, Rogers would have said no, stay away. Rogers then, would not uh, have showed up. <laughs> and, then, and then for the uh, the past month, when we kind of went through that losing streak, they've been getting together more and more and talking about oh. what can we do, what what can we do better, and and doing these cram sessions. And they've won three of their last four. The offense is averaging 391 total yards in these games that we're talking about. And Love has completed 90 of 138 passes, 65.2% for just over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, two interceptions for 103.1 passer rating. That is impressive. <laughs> I like it. I I mean, we've really turned things around. I, I was really impressed with Malik Heath. I mean, his first catch of the game was an, uh, you know, an impressive throw from Jordan Love. That kind of sidearm throw, which felt very mm-hmm. Rogers esque. It you did. Know, sidearming it, kind of just zipping it in there with the wrist action. But uh, he's only ran five routes in the passing game this whole game, and he was targeted four times on his five routes, and he made three contested wow. catches in those four targets. Wow. So oh, that's who was the one I think it was early on in the game. It looked very Rogers. What may, might be this guy where it was like a jumble of players between <clears> all the defenders. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, right? he. it was a touchdown. Yep. That was him. Or uh, maybe, maybe that was Jaden Reed. That might've been Reed had a, that's, that's Reed. Game. That was Jaden Reed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a nice that one. he does. The sweep is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's made that work a few times now, and it kind of makes you think of, you remember Ty Montgomery on the pack? Yeah. We would do that quite a bit with Ty Montgomery, and it never seemed to be very successful. Like, maybe five yards on a good one. But it, it feels like Jaden Reed is dangerous with that. He has good mm-hmm. vision, he knows when to make the cut, and he, he's just quick. So I would agree. You know, I could see him filling in at running back if we needed it. Well, that's an interesting thought. Um, it's really amazing to me how the pendulum swings with the Packer faithful. Um, I mean, they they go back and forth. The win, yeah, this was a good win. If we win a lot, it wasn't a great win. If we lose a lot, fire everybody. Why were they drafting these people? And personally, I feel since, and I, sh- I shared this with you, since the Steelers game, 
you can tell I'm still getting over my cold. Um, since the Steelers game, we lost the game, but I thought things were coming together in that game. Mm-hmm. And they continued to. Well, it, it was after that game. Um, I, I keep trying to think of who the player was. I feel like it was one of the young receivers. Uh, maybe Jaden Reed, but after the Steelers game, they came out and said, just so you know, we won't lose again this season. And we have not lost yet since the Steelers game. So something to something to think about. And that kind of lines up with what you were saying with love getting together with the receivers and really kind of figuring something <laughs> out. So hopefully it's momentum that just keeps going. Because we've had an insane amount of injuries. We should not have been competitive in this game with the way the Lions have been looking. They go into this game eight and two. We were four and six. And we had, I think Lions had two starters that were injured and we had 17. That is not a recipe for a win. (laughs) But we came in, we looked great. Um, Like we said, the passing game looked really good. A.J. Dillon did enough. I would say as our lone pretty much running back, he averaged mm-hmm. 3.1 yards a carry. And then a lot of guys really stepped up on them on the defense because the game was 29-22, but they got 16 points in the second half to kind of make it look closer than it was. But this was not a one-score game, really. This was not a close game. Right, right. It was not. It was not. Well, speaking of defense, um, how about Rashawn Gary? Got oh, the hat God. trick. He Three sacks. He kept- he comes back to Detroit where he got hurt last year, season-ending ACL tear. And mm-hmm. he wanted to show the NFL that he was back. And like you said, man, he had four pressures, three sacks, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery. And one of his forced fumbles was when Jonathan Owens scooped up and scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what a freaking game this guy had. No, he, he's been a monster. And the other thing is we paid him. You know, it it feels like you give these guys the big contract and a lot of times you see their performance go down. Like, uh, Gary has just been awesome this year. Yeah, Carl Brooks on the defensive line has also really stepped up as the season's gone on. You know, we were excited about him in the preseason with the after the draft, things like that. And it seems like every week he's improving. He he himself had five pressures um, and a forced fumble on his own, just over 31 snaps. Mm-hmm. So he he looked really good in that rush attack with Gary there. Our our whole pass rush looked great, especially in the first half. Mm-hmm. Just kind of shut yeah. down their whole offense. The line, and then offense. you know, he, everybody does it. Every defensive coordinator does it. You get that far ahead, and you start playing a little more safe. You don't want any big plays, and so then the uh, opposing offense is able to score a few points. Well. Let's, Everyone kind of does it, but especially Joe Barry. That has seemed to be something he he carried over as a tradition from Dom Capers. Like completely take the foot off the gas pedal when we're winning and just try to do just enough. And I don't know. It's so frustrating to watch as a fan. I'm assuming it's probably the best way to go about it, especially in the pros you know, at the NFL level, when teams can come back so quick nowadays, it's probably the best thing to do. But it can be so frustrating as a fan to watch. Oh, sure. Guys it's sitting like, eight yards off the line of scrimmage on a like third and short. And it's like, well, obviously, they'll get the first down. And 
We, uh, it's like a death by a thousand cuts. They just mm-hmm. keep, keep dinking and dunking and getting closer, but I'm going to, and go they back hope to that the, said, or, the game clock ends before the thousandth cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to what I've said before. I think that if Matt LaFleur didn't agree with it, they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So they'd have a different guy. Well, they, they seem to believe in Joe Barry. I don't think anyone outside the organization does, but they seem to believe in him. Uh, speaking of Joe Barry, though, how did you feel about the rest of the defense? You mentioned Jonathan Owens. He scooped up that fumble for a touchdown. He also had 12 tackles, only one missed tackle, and he had five stops on the line of scrimmage. And the touchdown, obviously, scooping up that fumble. So, And in case you were not aware, he is dem- he is dating Simone Biles. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, they never bring it up for some reason. I, I would think every time he's on the screen, they'd bring it up, but you don't hear about it. <laughs> the NFL loves this publicity. Yeah. But I overall, so. I mean, such a great game. Uh, Inigbari, Kingsley Inigbari had a good game. He had three quarterback hits, um, four pressures. Kenny Clark, once again, just that solid you know, piece of the defensive line. No one can move him around. He had a team high eight pressures and hurried Goff seven times. In mm. the last two weeks, he has 14 pressures. Gosh, that's crazy. It is. That is awesome. I thought I found yeah. us uh, some tickets to go to the Kansas City game. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I came across that. I was looking at the schedule coming up, and it said, like, um, um, here for the fan experience or something. I clicked on it and it's like um, <clears throat> that thing we did when we did the Lambo experience, you know, you go around the stadium and look at different stuff and down by the field, go through the tunnel, go through the Hall of Fame. And they also, um, two hours before the game, you're in like one of the suites with a bunch of other people and you have food and drink and stuff like that. And then and then wherever your seats are, you got to go. It was only like uh, seven, eight hundred bucks per person. Mm. I thought well, you could afford it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, uh, Amina's car is in the shop. We cannot afford that. <laughs> oh no, that's tough. Um, one thing as far as the defense here goes is we've talked a lot the last handful of weeks about Corey Ballantyne and being really excited about him at corner and the energy that he brings to the game. Yep. Uh, really tough game for him this week. He missed three tackles and gave up nine catches for 171 yards. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. Goff had a almost perfect passer rating of 149.1 when targeting Ballantyne. That's horrible. Yeah. No, that's not hopefully, great. Uh, Hopefully nobody else picks up on that, but... Uh... <laughs> Hopefully. Well, our safety, Anthony Johnson Jr., was not much better. He missed four tackles uh, in the secondary. So our secondary needs to get it together. Luckily, we did not notice it a ton because the pass rush was so effective. Um, And that, and that helps. And that, you know, that's why it's a team game because, um, you're never going to be perfect in every facet of the game, every game. Mm-hmm. So other parts have to pick it up, but you brought up, um, an injury earlier. Um, you know, if you saw news that came out on tight end Luke Musgrave. And we are recording so, this Tuesday, 
after the game. Thank you. Um, and he could potentially miss the rest of the season. He suffered a lacerated kidney after the win against the Chargers. And so they kind of took him out, waited to mm -hmm. see, but it, it doesn't look good. And apparently um, Packers have signed tight end Joel Wilson following the uh, workout with the team yesterday. But uh, uh, they worked that's... out six different players. They had three different tight ends. And, oh, by the way, um, Aaron Wilson hasn't played an NFL regular season game yet. Ever? Ever. Oh, boy. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that really is too bad, though, about losing, um, uh, shoot, I'm blanking on his name. The lacerated kidney. Oh, Musgrave. Yeah, losing Musgrave because he's been fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Um, he kind of looks like, you know, those videos of a, a baby deer learning to walk, you know, like <laughs> kind of stumbling and falling over. That kind of feels how he is after catching the ball, but he looks great up until catching it. He's kind of top heavy. He, just, <laughs> he is. Every he time goes. he gets the ball, it's like, oh, boy, can he keep his feet? No, he cannot. <laughs> Um, good, good injury news. Dontavian oh. Wicks cleared concussion protocol. So uh, he practiced yesterday and he's cleared to play against Kansas City. So that's, uh, that's good. That is good. Very nice. Uh, did you see our stats in the return game? Kick returns, punt returns? No, I did not. We had none. The whole game. I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> What a weird stat. You do not see that much, especially in a game uh, where both teams are scoring. Like, I don't know. You would think we'd have a kick return. But mm -hmm. it, especially in on the kickoffs with Keyshawn Nixon back there, it seems like a lot of teams are doing everything they can to avoid having the ball go to him. Um, hey, a I lot gotta... of kicks going out the back. Did um, Anders Carlson miss a field goal? Uh, he did. I'm trying I'm to think of how long it was. The length I'm of the to one look he here. missed. I got the the stats up from ESPN, and I don't think they're correct. I don't. It's like you were talking about some of the the defensive plays, and they're not jiving. What do you mean? Really? <laughs> the stats? No, they're ESPN. different. Yeah. Say, so I got um Carlson was one for two uh, on his field goals, and he was two for three in extra points. Okay. I feel that that was last week. Uh, two for three, one for two on field goals, two for three on extra. I mean, three extra points would be correct. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I know. So the one he missed was a 50 plus yard field goal this game. And then he made okay. a 40 to 49 yard. I don't see the exact length. But he's I think not such a rookie anymore. He's not. He's got to start making this stuff. Not a rookie anymore, huh? Nope. Um. Yeah, we'll see. He's he's had a bit of a a rough middle of the season. He came out hot to start the season. Didn't miss. I think it was it his first sixteen field goals he made, sixteen or eighteen. Um. But it seems like every game now he's missing at least an extra point. Yep, I would agree. I would so, agree. and I know how much that hurts you. It's like missing uh, um, free throws in basketball. Yep. Yep. 100%. <laughs>
You got her, buddy. But, All right. Um, Whelan looked okay in the punting game. We punted four times, average of 38 yards. Um, otherwise, I don't have a ton more on individual performances. I was very excited to see the passing attack look the way that it did. Um, and I thought our pass rush was very exciting. Yeah, I would agree any, 100%. Any other overall feelings on the game from you? Well, it would be, I mean, we're not hearing anything about Jonathan Taylor. It'd be nice to see if he could make it back. Um, that would definitely help. We get a little more of a running game going again. But um, as far as the this game, it just felt good. It just, I mean, it. You mean Aaron there's Jones? There's always going to be something to talk about, you know, negative. But um, boy, when we haven't come out this year looking like this, and then you can just kind of sit on it almost, and then um, and just hope we don't get any injuries. So, mm-hmm. you? No, I feel very good about it. Um, I I think this whole season is about seeing what we have in Jordan Love, if he's the guy, or if we need to look beyond him. And I think it's more and more looking like he might be the guy to carry on the Packers tradition of making the rest of the NFC North very sad. (laughs) (laughs) NFC. Sad. The whole Um, NFC. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's just like, not again. They couldn't do it again. But I know. Everything you saw online, NFL fans, NFC fans were so happy that Love was struggling that like, three to four game span there. They were so happy. Like, see, we told you there's no way it would happen again, but he's been looking good. He has been looking good and he's got a good demeanor. Um, his fellow players, I saw, didn't read the whole thing, but you know, cause Brett's getting kind of wordy, but um, Brett Favre had a comment. I think he was on the, um, whatever podcast it was. I can't remember, but he was, he was talking about love and he said, you know, you just look at, the guy he said you can just tell that he he's getting it figured out he's he's smart and he said you know and the biggest thing that i think he's got going for him everybody likes the guy he said you watch players Mm -hmm. out there that are really good players and they make a good play and then a couple players will go by pat him on the head or pat him on the back but players seem to be really trying and excited for this guy and so We've said that before, and and I love it. I love it. I hope it. I hope it continues. You love it. It does seem like, um, he's maybe, and this is hard to like say for sure because you're, I'm very limited on what I've seen of him personally. Um, you know, kind of like a sit down talk type thing. But it seems like you said the players really like him, and it seems like he doesn't. He doesn't feel like he puts himself on a pedestal above his teammates like Rodgers and Favre did quite a bit. I would say more Rodgers than Favre. Yeah, Uh, I would agree. So I I think that's a big thing, too, for just that team chemistry. One thing, I I think I sent this to you. We're talking about the whole passing of the torch to Jordan Love. Um, I think I sent it to you after this last game, but Aaron Rodgers had... 2,599 passing yards and 21 touchdowns through his first 11 games as a starter. Through his first 11 games as a starter, Jordan Love has exactly the same 2,599 passing yards, 21 touchdowns. You would think it's scripted if you didn't know that it wasn't. That is insane. Down to the yard 
exactly the same and yeah, touchdowns it is, the same. That is wild. And I was they don't reading... say how many interception. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah, it would be good. Um, I've read something that somebody was talking about. They go um, about the Packers with this young team. And they said, it just, this is a young team that's starting to come together and watch out. If they keep getting better and better, this mm-hmm. is going to be, this is going to be an awesome team. And I'm, I'm hoping. Remember two, two seasons from now, we're winning the Super Bowl. Put your money that's on it. Sean's predicting. Yep. Put your money on it. We might do well next year. We might even get close. We could win it. I don't know. I'm not predicting next season. It's the season after we are winning so the, the whole 25 thing. 25 season. Yes. The 25 26 season. We will we will be the kings of the world once again. So, <laughs> once again the the uh, the team that is hosting the draft will win the Super Bowl. Oh, is that the year we host the draft? I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Is that is that a common trend? The team that hosts the draft. Well, I could be Bowl? wrong. I was thinking that maybe it was um, Kansas City, but Kansas City did they host the draft this year? They would have to win it this year. Oh, it doesn't matter. I think it was in Vegas last time. I'm not sure. I'm not great at following the draft, especially watching it's hard the to draft. Get, it's I've not never understood why me. people go to the draft. That seems insane to me. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> when I was looking at, speaking of tickets and going to events, when I was looking at the Packer tickets, I like at the, at the bottom, they have this big disclaimer that says, at this time of the season, I'm just paraphrasing, but uh, we cannot guarantee you that the game will be played when you think it's going to be played because of the NFL flex system. So you could spend thousands and thousands to go to Green Bay, get the great tickets, do the experience, and you're just getting ready to leave and hop on the plane and think, oh, by the way, we flexed it. <laughs> We're not going to play it that day. I remember uh, uh, this is dipping into a different sport a little bit, but with soccer. Over in England, I remember on Reddit, I saw a guy make a post about his travel plans. He was asking something about hotels because he was going to his first Arsenal match. Um, And then in that same week, he was going to a different match of like a lower league team that he followed. And he was all excited and he had put all this effort into making plans. Mm -hmm. And the day after he got there, the queen died. And they canceled all soccer for like two weeks. (laughs) Oh, so you didn't get anything. Yeah, nothing. And it's like, it's not like a crazy weather event. It's, you know, not, is the queen died and it would be disrespectful to play soccer. (laughs) I just was like, man, what bad luck. Like that has to be like a real kick in the nuts after you spend all that money (laughs) to go to England and. And the flight. I mean, it's not a short flight. It's just a. And you're not from England. You probably don't really care the queen died. (laughs) (laughs) All right, are you ready for the game ball, sir? I am ready for the game ball. And now, it's time for the game ball. All right, this week's bleeding green and gold game ball goes to Christian Watson, 
his breakout game of the season. We've been waiting a long time to see a game like this out of him. He had five catches, 94 yards. Three of those catches were contested and a touchdown opened up the game with a 53 yarder. We also have, Oh man, how could you do that to Rashawn Gary? I was going to say, we also have an honorable mention to Rashawn Gary. (laughs) I don't know. I, I feel like Rashawn Gary has gotten a couple game balls this season. We know he's going to look good. I just wanted to kind of recognize the fact that we've been waiting for Christian Watson to step up and look like this kind of receiver. And we finally got to see it. So I was excited for it. All right. Well, that's Sean's game ball. And uh, congratulations to Well, Rashawn. hey, man, you can pick the game balls if you want to be snarky about it. Snarky, snarky, <laughs> snarky. All right, you want to get the uh, picks ready? And I'll, uh, do you want me to go through some of the games I thought were kind of interesting, or do you want to do the picks first? Uh, we don't need to go through too many picks because we only differed on one game. We differed okay. on the Packers and Lions game. So you are all welcome. I took the Lions to guarantee a Packers win. You see what he did there? Yes, and you are welcome for doing it. So we went into the week tied up in our pick We matched up all our other picks which we got correct for all of them except we thought the vikings would be able to beat the bears Mm -hmm. we were wrong there we hoped with the packers beating the lions we now go into the next week week 13 of games with mike up by one all right so you want cleaner up on the results all right. Uh, of course, the good guys won against the lions 29 to 22 sean said it was not anywhere close um, to that score. The second game on Thursday was Cowboys and Commanders. They easily won that game. 49ers of the Seahawks. Seahawks the really, Cowboys easily won, just to clarify. Did I say it backwards? You just said they easily won. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Cowboys. Um, I thought the Seahawks would play tougher than this. The 49ers over the Seahawks in the final game Thursday night. I think 31-13. I didn't watch the game from what, but from what I've, or I watched part of it with you before I headed home. Um, which it was fun to watch the Packer line game with you. Thank you. Uh, it's been too long. It's been a while. I'm glad we were able to make it work. But uh, I didn't watch the whole game between the Niners and the Seahawks. But from what I've heard, Geno Smith is nursing an injury that makes it hard for him uh, to throw. Okay. Um, I thought it was interesting. The Steelers fired their offensive coordinator and they, they turned it around. They scored 16 points to beat the 16 Bengals. 16 whole points. <laughs> Big one six. And- you think uh, it's we should start calling him Billy Vibe Belichick? What you think he's out? Bill Belichick, you think he's out? He you lost can't. another one to the Giants. He lost to you, the Giants. You can't fire Bill Belichick. He he leaves on his own terms. He could go zero and sixteen, and they would go. You, you do you want to raise Bill? <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Panthers lost to the Titans, and so they fired their coach. Another season where they fired their head coach mm-hmm. during the season. Um, it's crazy. I, I I think the worst thing about that team is the owner. I, I think he he just can't handle waiting, and you got to build the team. He just wants to keep plucking, spend the money, bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about oh the Chiefs over the Raiders thirty one seventeen. The Bills lose another one. Eagles looking really good. That was a that was a crazy close game. The Eagles had to come back to bring it to over 
overtime. Did you see how they got to overtime on a 59-yard field goal in the in the cold rain? Wow. They're, they're calling it one of the best kicks of all time. They wow. showed uh uh oh shoot, what's his name? Is it Jason Kelsey, the center? Yep, that's Kelsey. For the yep. Eagles, and then uh Jalen Hurts on the sideline. Both of them were upset because they messed up the game-winning drive. They could have scored a touchdown to avoid overtime. But then they they watched the crazy long field goal go in to bring it to overtime, and they're both just shaking their heads. Not celebrating, <laughs> just shaking their heads like, man, <laughs> we're going to overtime, but we shouldn't be out here in the cold rain anymore. We should have won this game. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But the Eagles right. keep on winning. Uh, yeah. Also, the Broncos keep on winning. Sean Payton is six and five with the Broncos all of a sudden. That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it yeah, makes you not feel catch on that one. quite so bad that we lost to them now. Right. It's um, it's we're a different team. We are. All right. So are they? Let's go. Let's do our picks. All right. We don't have many uh, because we have both the Bears and Vikings by this week. So okay. very light on the NFC North picks. We have. Thursday night football, Seahawks traveling to Dallas, or I think it's to Arlington, actually, to take on the Cowboys. Um, Well, got to go with the Cowboys. It is hard to bet against the Cowboys, especially knowing Geno is injured. All right, and then we move to a noon game, central time on Sunday. The Detroit Lions, or we might want to say Detroit Kitties, once again, now that we knocked them down a pick, travel to the Saints. Lions at Saints. Lions now 8-3, and three, Saints 5-6. and six. I'll, uh, I'll go with the Motor City Kitties. All right. It is hard to pick the Saints, so I'll, I'll do the Kitties with you. All right, then we have, uh, or actually we'll come back, to, we'll do the Packers last. So we'll do Monday night. Bengals travel to the Jaguars. That could be a good game. I feel like both those teams always have a good game. Like they make it exciting. Good offense. I don't, the the Bengals are are banged up. Um, I think the quarterback's out for the year. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. You're going to go with Cincinnati. I was going to go Jaguars, but I don't want to keep picking all the same teams. I can't pick the Bengals. Well, I know you're not going to pick the same on the next game. Oh, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go Jaguars. Jake, what is, aren't the Jaguars surprisingly good this year? What's their record? Eight and three. Yeah. Oh, they're eight and three. Wow. Yep. They, and they're looking good. I've watched right. a little bit of them. That is much. The London Jaguars are having a good year. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I laugh, but I know it's true. Oh, it it will be soon. All right. So that's Monday night. We're going to move bump back to Sunday night football. The Chiefs traveling to the frozen tundra in December to take on the up the rising Green Bay Packers. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Packers. I feel like I have to pick the Chiefs now just to make sure the Packers win. And I'm trying to look up here if I can get it quick enough. Um, Sunday forecast in Green Bay, it's a long way off, but 39 yeah. for the high, 31 for the low, rain and snow showers, 50%. Wind out of the southeast at 7. 
Okay. Okay. Not the coldest, but if you're uh, traveling from Kansas City, it could feel a little chilly. Big favorites. Chiefs are six and a half point favorites in this one. I think which that's is legit. Basically, what would you say? Nine and a half point favorites if it was a neutral field? I don't think they do much for home field. I think it's like a point and a half now. It used to be three. Oh, it's only a point and a half now. So they're I like eight so. point favorites then. Still, they really think the Chiefs are going to win this one. But I don't know. I feel like at this point, especially in the regular season, Packers can take out anyone. They could also lose to anyone. Yeah, 100%. We're in we're in kind of a weird limbo, I would say, where it's very hard to judge the Pack. Yeah, and it's just a young team. You know, it you just see them do stuff, and it's like they should have yeah. known better, but they're too young. But it'll be a tough game against the Chiefs. It will be huge for us if we can pull out a win. I know there's a lot of Packer fans still just pulling out their hair with every win this season, wondering why we are messing up our draft pick. I do not <laughs> think that's the way to look at it, but, you know, that's up to uh, them. But we do have the Chiefs well, you know, next game. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, if that's the way you feel, honestly, then why not cheer for the Bears? I mean, you get a better <laughs> you can chance. Get great of... draft picks every year. <laughs> yeah, and and watch your quarterbacks die. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs. This next game will be a tough one, but then, as you mentioned, it gets a little easier. We have Giants, then Buccaneers, then Panthers, Vikings, and Bears to finish out the season. Those are all very winnable games. They really are. They really are. I and it's just. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep getting better and uh, eliminate mistakes and keep that energy level up. And I think mm-hmm. we could uh, surprise some people. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we are now five and six. One of the big things I said in the preseason was I would feel this was a successful season. Um, one, if Jordan Love looked good, but also if we just got more than six wins, because that was Rogers's first year as a starter. We went six and ten. And I thought it would be an incredible season if we somehow made the wild card round of the playoffs, which is also attainable at this point. Yeah, yeah. Don't jump off the the bridge if we don't beat the Chiefs, okay? Me? Is that... <laughs> no, I'm talking to our listeners. Well, well I um, am jumping because I I picked the Chiefs oh. to win. I'm jumping for joy. I'm I'm swan right. diving. Um, <laughs> by the way. This will be Patrick Mahomes' first visit to Lambeau Field. Oh, really? Yep. Interesting. That uh, it's, that means we're going to get one of those weird statistics. You know, they always show those weird stats like, first time so-and-so's ever beat every team at every field, blah, blah, blah type thing. It's not happening at this game. Not this game. <laughs> no, no, not in my house, mister. I don't know. I, I feel a lot better about this game after these last two weeks than I would have beforehand. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like absolutely. If, if you had asked me a few weeks ago, I would have said the spread should be like 16 points. <laughs> but at this point, you know, I think we have a chance. We got a puncher's chance for sure. All right. I agree with you. Hey, it's uh, you sounded good in your new uh, studio. Oh, thank you. The Amina, as I said, her car's in the garage. She couldn't get to work today because she has a pretty long commute. 
So she is sleeping on the couch. So I mm. found myself a little sound booth. There you go. It's, it's nice uh, to have options. Yeah, you got a schmancy uh, place, the resort you live at. Well, this actually, so this is the, I'll show you quick. The the f- listeners won't get to know. This is the conference room. I'm at a, the head oh, of a big. Oh, you're not in the podcast room. No, I'm at the head of a big conference table because I went in the sound booth. Um, funny feature about the sound booth they have in our apartment building. There's very loud plumbing pipes in the ceiling. Every <laughs> at, There's four floors above us. And it seems like every time anyone flushes, there's loud water running through. And I'm like, this is the soundproof room, but it has loud water pipes going you know, through. Was, like right that's above called an you. afterthought. Hey, we still got to put that booth in. Well, put it over there. We got to put it over there. Yeah. Uh, or it was, uh, oh, we messed up where, hey, the sound booth looks good. And then all of a sudden you hear the water going through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I when I was sending you like the link and stuff to do this, I was like sitting in there like, I have my earbuds in for the microphone. I'm like, man, I can really hear that pretty loud. Like, I can't imagine that won't get picked up. Well, that microphone. makes sense because I could see behind you, I could see traffic. And it's like, I shouldn't be able to see that in the sound booth yeah. because I know the way I know it. I've seen it. But I, I did put the shade down. Put the shade down. But yeah, no, we, we made it work. Last week was a little weird. I was sitting on the floor of my bedroom. This yeah, week, that was I, weird commandeered a conference room so who knows where i'll be i'll probably record the next one from like a mcdonald's or a subway or something just sitting out in the lobby pretty good in my car Um, (laughs) they actually they usually are pretty good pretty soundproof and then the curved windows that you have they help so it doesn't reflect so bad there you go all right i'll do the next one from the car i'll do it i'll do it while driving just kind of cruising around there you go um leading green well, gold on the road hopefully next week both of us will be a little healthier um yes. if the listener could have seen us with the video as we're both muting and blowing <laughs> our nose and coughing clearing hey, our throats i'm back to work this week after about a week and a half of not being able to go in and i don't think they quite realize how it happened but i have gotten a handful of compliments that i look like i slimmed down it's like well yeah i couldn't eat or hold anything down for over a week so i did lose some some pounds (laughs) yeah that's a tough way to lose weight yeah i think i I checked i lost like 14 pounds in a week oh dude oh wow yeah well on that note sir people there's people that pay good money for that (laughs) yeah yeah you could have got them sick and they would have paid you exactly but as far as the Packers go, we are five and six on our way to six and six after a big upset win at Lambeau against Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's been good potting with you. We appreciate all of our listeners around the world. Thank you for joining us in our ninth season. We enjoy doing this and we enjoy having you here with us. Join us on the Facebook group, Bleeding Green and Gold, to be part of the conversation. And until next week, go pack. Go. Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast with your hosts, Sean and Mike Reagan. Make sure to subscribe and check out the website at bleedinggreenandgold.com. Join the Facebook group. All questions and comments are welcome. Send them to feedback at bleedinggreenandgold.com. And until next time, go pack, go. Go.